The Corporate Climb is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday to you and yours, February 8th, 2022. Yes. Did anything magical happen to uh, any of you on 2-2-2022? I got a phone call from a friend. They were like, I was thinking about you because tomorrow is 2-2-2022 and your favorite number is 22. And I'm like, all right. They're like, well... Uh, something magical supposed to happen. I don't know. That's what everyone's saying. And I'm like, uh, my life's magical on 1-1 one, one of 2020, on 3-5 of 2021. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Every day feels magical to me. I'm glad to, to be able to feel this kind of energy lately. It feels good. It feels fantastic, actually. And I, I wouldn't want to feel any other way. And even on the days where, honestly, I don't feel this way. I still tell myself I feel this way so I can keep the positive vibes going. You know, my apologies. I just jumped right into the episode and didn't, didn't give you a proper introduction. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Corporate Climb Show today on February 8th of 2022. It's your girl, D, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right, that's right. And together we bring to you the Corporate Climb Show, airing every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Google Podcast, my apologies, Google, you name it, we're probably on it. And if we're not on it, reach out to us at thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Let us know we're not on your favorite podcast platform, and we'll be happy to look into that. Also, if you've missed episodes, it's okay. They're archived all on our website. Just go to www.thecorporateclimbshow.com, click tune in, and you'll have access to all of our episodes and today's episodes. You'll also have access to announcements, access to our partner websites. Big shout out to Soul Hire LLC, Garden State Council of Sherham, and HRMA of Princeton. Thank you to our partners for making this show, well, possible, partially, really. It's just the support that keeps it going. So I'm thankful to each and every one of our partners, each and every one of our listeners, because without you and your partnership and your belief and your clicks and your listen, whether you tune in for 10 minutes or the whole 30 minute segment, it all matters. And I appreciate you. We appreciate you here on the Corporate Climb Show. So let's do this. Episode 14, Trailblazers Part 2, where we pay homage to... Miss Gail King, a pioneer of the 21st century, an African-American woman who has dominated the journalism industry, dominated business, and defined her own path forward. But before we get into that, let's get into some music. Here's Katy Perry with Fireworks. plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again do you ever feel feel so paper thin like a house of cards one blow from caving in do you ever feel already buried 
There's a reason why I played that record, Sparks. You know why I played that record. We were watching the that uh, Oprah interview the oh, other night, yeah, and they were yeah. talking about this, that her and Gail took this road trip. And, and well, Spark, you can tell the story. It's really nothing to tell. Uh, Oprah and Gail took this road trip, and they had this playlist, and for whatever reason, the playlist kind of went viral. So I, if, you can, like, Google it, like the Oprah and Gail road trip playlist. And this is one of the songs in the, that they played. So that's the purpose for this uh, this part of the program. <laughs> you know, what I was thinking, when I was like telling everyone like, Sparks, you have to tell the story. You know, people were like sitting there like waiting for some grand old story and nothing and nothing really came of that. But the playlist that you told everyone to Google. <laughs> but anyway, guys and gals, listen, the music that you hear today is motivated by the playlist from the Oprah and Gail road trip. So Oprah and Gail, if you're listening, well... I'll probably never know. But if I do find out, that means this podcast has done something extremely right. So let's just put it out in the atmosphere. Oprah Gale, thank you for inspiring this playlist for the episode 14, Trailblazers Part 2. Again, as we pay homage to Gale King. Like we always do in every show, let me break down some of the lyrics of Katy Perry's fireworks. Let's see if it resonates with you guys. Ready? And it's, and it's so on target for talking about trailblazers and 21st century pioneers, right? You just got to ignite the light and let it shine. Just own the night like the 4th of July. Because baby, you're a firework. Come on, show them what you're worth. Make them go, oh, 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 as you shoot across the sky. Baby, you're a firework. Come on, let your colors burst. Make them go, oh, oh, oh. You're going to leave them all in awe, awe, awe. You don't have to feel like a waste of space. You're original cannot be replaced if you only knew what the future holds after a hurricane comes a rainbow maybe a reason why all the doors are closed so you could open one that leads you to the perfect road like a lightning bolt your heart will blow and when it's time you'll know wow you know i was watching the other day the 2020 
Visionaries Conference that Weight Watchers host every year. Uh, in 2020, you know, Oprah's a spokesperson for Weight Watchers. So in 2020, she was the lead, you know, interviewer for the conference. And they had this conference in Denver, Colorado, and Oprah actually interviewed Gail, which Gail obviously appeared to be nervous. And if you watch it, you'll see, and she admits it. She's like, I'm nervous. And Oprah's like, why are you nervous talking to me? And she's like, well, this isn't like we're talking at the dinner table, right? This is like, you know, there's 15,000 people in the audience. And anyway, Oprah and Gail talked about paying attention to the whispers. Gail had gone through a divorce many years ago. She had two kids from that marriage. You may have not known that, or maybe you did. Irrelevant to the conversation, but kind of relevant to it. They talked about paying attention to the whispers, like your gut feeling. And the things that are the universe is giving you, that is letting you know, like, don't do that, do this. But we ignore it. We make excuses for ourselves. So anyway, some time ago, Gail was going through a divorce. And what triggered this divorce was infidelity. So Oprah was at Gail's house one evening and the phone rang. And when she answered the phone, there was a woman who asked for Gail's now ex-husband. And Oprah said, okay. And she went to go get Gail's now ex-husband. And when Gail's ex-husband picked up the phone, there was nobody there. And so he said, Oprah, there's nobody here. And Oprah's like, well, I know I'm not crazy and I wouldn't make something like that up. There was a woman that asked for you on the other end. And Oprah said at that moment, she heard a whisper. Like something's not right. That's strange that another woman would call for my best friend's husband and then hang up when he answered. Turns out that that woman who called was a friend of the family. She was a friend of Gail. She was a friend of Gail's ex-husband. And she knew that Oprah was going to be there. So... The one side of the story says that she called just to hear Oprah like a stalker. The other side is she called to double check to make sure Oprah was actually going to be at the house. So Gail's ex-husband was exactly where he said he was going to be, right? That insecurity. Also, how you meet someone is typically how you meet someone, right? If you meet somebody who's in a relationship, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to leave you when they find somebody else, right? That That's 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 what they say happens, and I'm a firm believer in that. If you meet someone in a relationship and they end up leaving their spouse to be with you, nine times out of ten, that cycle is going to continue and you will be left for somebody else, right? So there was that insecurity that went off in that, in that woman's mind when she picked up the phone to call to confirm he was exactly where he said he was going to be. But again, back to listening to the whispers. There was a whisper, right? Oprah was like, that's not right. And she told Gail that wasn't right. And Gail was like, eh. A couple weeks later, instinct, gut. Something tells Gail to go home a day early. Husband didn't know she was coming home. She comes in the house. She opens her bedroom door and she catches her husband in the act of having sex with another woman. That woman, the so-called friend of the family. And there, there you have it. And the divorce came, you know, Months or however it may have been after that, but it came because of that. Had she not listened to those whispers, that gut that said, go home, something's not right. Had Oprah not been a friend and said, don't be mad at me when I pry a little bit into your business, but something's not right. Gail admittedly said on that interview that her life would not be where it is today. 
had she not listened to the whispers. Part of being a pioneer, part of the becoming of a trailblazer is to be able to trust yourself, trust your gut. You are going to have a lot of toxic people that come your way. When you are on the path to greatness, to innovation, to doing something that no one's ever done before, there are going to be a lot of things being thrown at you because so many people are questioning if what you're about to do can be done. Remember, people don't like change. We talk about this all the time. So when they start to see a little bit of disruption, they panic. It's human nature. They question. They second guess. You're going to have a lot of second guessers on your way to being a pioneer until you become a pioneer. And then some of those people that left the gym when they were shooting with you, remember we talked about that a few episodes ago, our last episode, they'll come back to the gym. That's not your support system. Those are phony people that you just acknowledge and say thank you, but you keep it moving. Remember, last episode we talked about having people with you in the gym, your shooters, your gym shooters, people that are with you at practice, people that show up to your games, people that show up to your losses, people that show up to your wins, people that celebrate your success, and they're there when you fall. Having, a, having your support system is so important, but what's as equally important is being able to trust your own gut because your gut is your driver. Your gut, your, insti- your intuition, that instinct will, is your driver to that light at the end of the tunnel, that dim light, that light that may be so dim right now. We always talk about this light. Trusting your gut will get you closer. Having a support system will get you closer. And Gail... Yeah, she may be Oprah's best friend, and that was the luck of, luck of the draw with life. Sure, I'm sure it helped her in many ways, but you have to understand the dynamic of their relationship, which most of you probably don't know. Oprah and Gail met in 1976. They were both anchors at WJZ-TV. Gail was a production assistant. She was the lowest paid person on that payroll, and Oprah was an anchor. She was the higher, highest paid person on that payroll. And one winter night... Gail was supposed to go home and Oprah said, don't, you don't have to go home. I live down the street and it's not, it's not safe. And Gail said, no, 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 I'm going to go home. And Oprah said, no, you're not. Come stay with me. So, you know, all the rumors that came from that story, whatever, obviously they're not true. And if they are true, it's not our business. So who cares? But I doubt that they're true. But anyway, if you don't know about the rumors, you can Google it, but it's irrelevant. The point of the story was Gail was invited to Oprah's house because it was snowing outside and they really didn't know each other. They were just, they just worked together and Oprah was just being nice and offering up a, you know, a safe shelter. That way they can get to work safely the next day. And that night in 1976, some winter evening, a friendship was born. A friendship that stood the test of time. A friendship that provided a support system. A friendship that they both say, in fact, that... Oprah to Gail and Gail to Oprah is like the mother, the sister, the friend in one person. But they are also kind of like night and day. Gail is very calm under pressure. We all noticed that when we saw her interview with R. Kelly recently. She's having that career moment. That interview really didn't launch her career. Her career's been, she's had a career for a long time. Um, You know, but... It definitely put her career at a different point on the map. And Oprah is open and opinionated. And, you know, 
obviously she's Oprah. <laughs> so <laughs> she has to hold her ground to many things. And and you can watch this interview on YouTube. You can Google it. The 2020 Visionary uh, Weight Watchers Conference in Denver, Colorado, and you'll you'll see this conversation in more depth than what I'm giving it, giving it all the light it needs to get. It's a great conversation, I and I totally encourage you to watch it. But they talk about paying attention to the whispers. Uh, they talk about their friendship and how that you know they're kind of like balanced. One's this way, one's that way, but somehow it works. They talk about you know how Gail, you know she was never in competition. With Oprah. They talk about this one story where Oprah, there was some, there was a store, she needed to buy sweaters. And it was a very, uh, you know, I, they, obviously they're older than me. Um, there was a store that was, you know, known back, back then when they were growing up. And um, Oprah goes to the store, Gail goes with her, and she buys two of these sweaters, these cashmere sweaters. And Gail says that at the time, she had one sweater on layaway, but Oprah bought two sweaters. And that was a big deal because at the time, Oprah was making, I think she said something like $22,500 a year, Oprah. And Gail was making twelve fifty dollars an hour, um, you know, and I'm, I'm guessing she didn't get all of her hours every week. And so at the time, it was a big deal. But versus Gail saying, oh my goodness, Oprah, like, why are you buying two sweaters? They're expensive. Gail didn't question it. She just was proud of that Oprah can buy those two sweaters, right? And fast forward to, we'll call it 10 years later, Oprah's driving down the road with Gail. She drives by this car dealership. Now, she's had some success, much success at this point, at that time in her life. She drives by this car dealership. She sees this red convertible, and she tells Gail she's going to go in that car dealership, and she's going to buy that convertible, and she didn't know what it was, and it was a Bentley. She goes into the dealership with Gail. Now, Gail, the negotiator, you know, uh, has to, you know, she, she has to know the full story, and Oprah's like, nah, screw that. I want it. I'm paying cash for it. I'm going to drive it off the lot. So Oprah gets the car, leaves her old car there, jumps in this Bentley, and Gail was there. The story is the same story, just with two different products. The first story, we're talking about two sweaters. The second story, we're talking about a Bentley, a convertible Bentley, a very expensive car. And in both scenarios, Gail did what? She celebrated her friend's success. They drove off the lot. She tried to help her get a, a better deal, but whatever. They drove off the lot. It was raining. They drove in the rain with the top down. And then when they got to the park their car, they realized they didn't know how to bring the top up. And to this day, we're talking in 2020, this 20, this interview happened. And we're talking, they bought this Bentley probably in the late 80s, early 90s. They could still clearly remember both those stories and laugh. And they're still friends. And they're still friends because Gail celebrated her friend's success. How many of you right now have people in your lives that are truly celebrating your success and supporting your come up? I'm not talking people who are like congratulations on the new job or the promotion and they keep it moving. I'm talking people who are really happy for you, genuinely happy. And you know it. They're not just being phony happy. They're not just kind of keeping their head in the door because they think maybe you got something going, but they don't know. So they're going to like be there, but not be there. But then when you make it, you know, those same people are going to be like kissing your ass. Like I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who truly celebrate your success. I'm not talking about the person that you're dated or you're currently dating who's like, congratulations, then then throw some jab in there about how, remember when you used to be broke? 
And they're just constantly reminding you of all your, you know, the negative stuff in your life and all your failures. Every time you have success, I'm not talking about that jerk. You don't need to be with that person if you're dating that person. If you have friends like that, they are not your friends. They're just there to remind you of where you used to be and not support where you are and where you're going. Reevaluate your circle. It is so important to have a support system. It is also important to trust your gut. Your gut has been telling you for the longest time. I guarantee you, your gut has been telling you for the longest time about certain people in your life that should not be there. That phone call has come through your your home more than one time. That phone call that Gail got, that Oprah answered, maybe it wasn't a phone call for you, but you know where I'm going with that. That whisper, you've got it several times. And maybe today, me talking about it again, It's just another whisper for you to trust your gut and do what you need to do to get the right people in your circle. That way you can move forward because you cannot move forward surrounding yourself by people who hold you back. You cannot move forward. You cannot do big things. I'm going to say this very clear. You cannot do big things. You cannot do colossal things. You cannot achieve greatness to the level in which you should be achieving greatness if you have people in your life who continue to make you think small feel small and act small I'm going to say this again you cannot do big things colossal things touch greatness become greatness when you have people in your life allowing you to think small Feel small and act small. You can't do it. Trust the whispers. Trust the whispers. Listen to them. Trust your gut. Trust yourself. Trust your instinct. Trust it. It is so, so important. Oh, 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 oh,
Yes. It's hard to look right at you, baby. So here's my number. Call me, maybe. <laughs> Admittedly, I really could not stand that song when it first came out. Uh, it just annoyed me. Uh, so no, with all due respect, respectfully, Carly, I know that was your hit song, but it's growing on me now, and I can definitely see why Oprah and Gail would throw that in their road trip playlist, but wasn't my favorite song when it first came out. Now it's one of those songs that I don't mind listening to if it's like background music, uh, respectfully. Uh, at least I can tolerate it to an extent. And anyway, you know, I really didn't get too much into... Gail's career and I want to give it the the highlight that it needs to because and that it should have because Gail is so much more than Oprah's best friend 2019 Time Magazine named her 100 most influential people she is now the co-host of CBS's news morning program she's an editor at large for Oprah Magazine she's born in Maryland but did you know from 6 to 11 she lived in Turkey she got a degree in psychology from the University of Maryland and she held an anchor position at WFSB in Connecticut for 18 years. So let's just stop there. One, people don't keep jobs for 18 years. They hardly keep jobs for two years. So that's something notable in itself. 2019 Time Magazine named her 100 most influential people of all times. Or in that year, I should say. My apologies. Still, it's a big accomplishment. She got a degree from a great school. Occasionally, Gail would be a special correspondent on the Oprah Winfrey show. In her most recent years, Miss King, as we talked about before, she's having her career moment. She interviewed R. Kelly, where she was best known for keeping her cool while he had a complete mental breakdown on television. Complete. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's a great interview, by the way. Um, but it also showed, you know, R. Kelly just having a moment where... Listen, he was crying for help. It was his help moment. And Gail, the way she maintained her cool, her calm. And she talks about how in the midst of her remaining cool and calm and collective, he was screaming so much that spit was hitting her in the face. You wouldn't even notice if you were watching this interview. You know, she's... She's just an epic person. You know, her career. Like, did you guys know that she appeared in the game? And being Mary Jane, uh, you know, the color purple. Did anybody know that? I, I was shocked about the game. I was a, like a firm the game watcher and I must have missed Gail a part of that. But she certainly was. You know, last week again, we talked about having a support system. And between Gail's two kids and Oprah, she certainly got one. But this week we talked about listening to the whispers and evaluating maybe some of those people that are in the gym right now with you and making sure that your whispers aren't telling you careful, right? Trusting your gut. We play ourselves small in toxic relationships. So making sure we have people in our lives that allow us to play big and not just play big, but if we feel big, they allow us to feel that way and act that way. They are okay with us being our true selves. They are celebrating our successes and they're so happy for us. And there's no jealousy and there's no fakeness. It's authentic. It's real. It's meaningful. And you can tell your gut is telling you that person really supports me. If you have people in your life that you really cannot feel that way about, 
you need to you really need to reevaluate that because on your road or your way to being a trailblazer and even if you're not the trailblazer you're just a person who's putting your footprint in the sand in that in that road that they that they paved the way for it's okay regardless of where you sit on that spectrum you should not want people in your life that are making you feel small that are toxic that are holding you back from achieving what's truly yours for fulfilling your life's purpose for allowing you to be on a purpose-driven life journey you should not surround yourself by people who are prohibiting and trying to stop your corporate climb you should not be working at employers and i say this respectfully because some of us you know most of us we have to do what we have to do to get to where we need to be and i talked about that in our first like two or three episodes but at a certain point you need to put yourself first because no job and no person and no situation should ever get the opportunity to disturb your peace I'll say that again, nobody, no job should get, be given the opportunity to disturb your peace or to steal your joy. And if you are surrounding yourself in situations like that, putting yourself in situations like that, it's going to be very hard for you to climb your corporate ladder. And it's going to be extremely hard for you if you are truly supposed to be a pioneer, a trailblazer of our times, to achieve that, if you continuously have these whispers going un or going ignored. So true. So true, D. Listen up, guys and gals. HRMA of Princeton today. February 8th, 2022, between 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is hosting an event called a DEI Journey Guide. So if you'd like to attend this event on Tuesday, February 8th, 2022, today at 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're just going to log into hrma-nj.sharm.org click events and you can register for the free online webinar it's a virtual meeting a dei journey guide leading global diversity equity and inclusion okay and that's happening today you will also receive one global credit by hrci and one professional development credit by sharam so if you're interested check that out back to you d Yes, yes. Again, if you are interested in attending the webinar today, it is free, hosted by HRMA of Princeton, a DEI journey guide. I encourage you to check that out today between 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going on vacation, so I will not be around next Tuesday to air another episode. But you are certainly welcome to check out all of our episodes, including today's episode on our website, www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Click tune in and you'll have access to all the episodes you need to get you through until the next time we meet again. And the next time I come back live to you on air is going to be Tuesday, February 22nd at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms where we'll deep sea dive right back into Black History Month, paying homage to Issa Rae, Miss Issa Rae, 
creator, writer, producer of one of my favorite shows on HBO series called Insecure. Shout out to my friend Christina who put me on that show many years ago. It had six seasons and they just did their final season uh, finale, I should say, their series finale, not too long ago. So we will talk about Issa Rae and her success and being a pioneer of the 21st century. We will also talk about keeping your focus, maintaining your focus on your journey to being a trailblazer. Until next time, have a safe week. Stay focused. Stay blessed. Keep those squares out your circle, as my cousin used to say. And have a good one. See ya. Thanks for joining us today in the Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at the Corp Climb. See ya!